Welcome back to episode 5 of Just F and Ghost Stories, I think. I hope you all checked out the TikTok that I also put out two weeks ago. Like around the same time as the last episode of this came out. Part of it posted on Instagram, but the actual TikTok is four minutes long. It's a really interesting UFO story um, from East Texas. And I have kind of a Texas series that I'm going to do on TikTok. Um just using this hand over and over again. I, I do have to. I kind of inadvertently fell into this weird Texan story thing. It, it's completely by at random. Um, but I will be putting out more and I'm probably going to group them together. So make sure to follow Weekly Creep Adam on TikTok. TikTok is very new to me. I don't enjoy it, but I do like making the videos. So, you know, that would be cool. Definitely check that out for like more little short stories. As always... Please make sure to rate and review on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe, comment, do all that kind of good stuff, like the videos. Um, and yeah, as always, feedback is greatly appreciated. If you have a story, please send it to stories at gmail.com. It will be read on the show. And yeah, let's get on with the ghost stories. The following set of stories is from Pendant underscore Fawn. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little drunk, so sorry for any spelling errors or whatever. Anyways, I'm a preschool teacher and kids are weird. And we all know that they are in tune with the paranormal, right? So this was my first year working in preschool as an assistant teacher. That part doesn't really matter, to be honest. But there's this one little girl that just started out. She's three years old. She doesn't get along with the other kids that well, but she talks to me a lot. She goes on and on about this other kid, presumably a sibling or something. She talks about how they spend time together, play games, go to the park, and I'm like, wow, what a cute sibling relationship. The name of this other kid is obviously a real name and something a three-year-old wouldn't come up with. So one day, when Dad is picking her up, I'm making small talk and I say, when am I going to get to meet, insert name of presumed sibling here? The student talks about her all the time. Dad gets quiet, like he knows, but wants to pretend like he doesn't. And then he's like, who? And I say, oh, I thought she had a sibling. Insert probable demon's name here. She talks about her and all the fun stuff they do all the time. And dad says, No, she doesn't have any siblings. So then he doesn't say anything else and it's awkward and he leaves with his kid quickly. The next day, I'm all curious. So I ask the kid what she's doing in our project and I'm like, so who is, insert name of satanic creature here? And she dead ass stops what she's doing, goes blank faced, looks at me with the most dead eyes I've ever seen in a three year old and says, She's the girl who watches me sleep through my window at night. When I tell you, I shit my pants. I asked her to draw a picture. I don't know if you know this, but three-year-olds are ass at drawing pictures. So it was just a circle person with stick legs and arms and a triangle bow on her head. But that isn't all. I actually babysat this kid a few times. Her bedroom was on the second floor of their house. There wasn't even a tree for anyone to climb up or anything. And I asked her if so-and-so still watched her sleep, and she said no. Mommy and Daddy went to a church and, insert her special friend's name here, stopped coming over to play with me. 
If you're interested in hearing more scary stories I've heard from preschoolers, then let me know. I have way more than just this. Story number two. During COVID, the preschool where I worked stayed open, but it was a small place with only two classrooms and a lot of kids didn't come in at that time. It ended up just being me and one kid a lot of days. So one evening, we're sitting on the floor playing and I say something to her with the doll I have or whatever, and the kid doesn't answer. I look up at her and she's not looking at me or at the dolls at all. She's looking over my shoulder, just blank-faced. My first instinct was to say, Haley. She didn't respond right away. There was a little spot of silence, but when she did, she looked me in the eye and said, Your mommy is hugging you right now, and she wants me to tell you that she misses you. My first thought upon hearing that was to check on my mom because I was terrified. So I texted her asking if she was okay. I got a response right away, and she was. So... I was like, okay, whatever, and tried not to think about it again. We keep playing and a few minutes pass and then the kid stops and says, Miss Y, what does your mommy look like? I reminded her that she's seen my mom before when she picked me up one day because my car wasn't working. And Haley says, oh, I have seen your mommy. That wasn't your mommy then. I asked her who it was and she said she didn't know. I really didn't want to ask anymore because sometimes I worry the kids will tell their parents our conversations and then the parents will think that I'm a crazy ghost enthusiast who's teaching their kids scary shit. Also, this kid never said anything like this before or after. It was super random for her. Preschool teacher story number three. Honestly, when this one happened, I think the kid was just as freaked the fuck out as me. Hopefully he forgets this as an adult so it doesn't traumatize him. Anyways, I worked at the church preschool. This place was old, like 70 years old. So one day, my director comes to me. She's been working there for 40 years. She's a very dedicated lady. And she says, One of the kids I used to teach passed away, and the funeral is being held in our church building next week, so I'm not going to be around that day. So I comforted her and said I was sorry, but it was okay. The day after the funeral... I'm chilling with the kiddos, sitting on the carpet, and one of them asks me, Miss White, when is that new kid going to start coming here? And I asked, what new kid? We hadn't had any families toward the building for a while. So I asked him, and he said he saw a little boy walking around yesterday, looking in the doorways and watching the kids play. He thought it was some kid on a tour, but I told him, no one knew came in yesterday, buddy. And he just said, oh, and looked freaked out, a child with sense for once. And if I hadn't been nervous before, this kid's face made me feel nervous. I don't know exactly what he saw, but it seemed like it might have been something a little more than just seeing a new kid playing in the doorway. Anyways, the day continues as per usual. I stayed late that night because the cleaners couldn't come in, so I did it instead. So I'm doing my thing, Just finished cleaning and I was turning off the lights when I hear the distinct sound of a child talking and my stomach drops. My first thought is, holy shit, did I miscount and lose a kid? So I call out, hey, who's there? And it gets quiet. Now it's a little spooky. So I think, okay, maybe I imagined it or heard someone outside. 
Mind you, it's dark and cold outside because it's winter and it's not like we have some casual visitors just walking by this late with their kids. But we make up whatever narratives we need to help us sleep at night, you know? So I continue doing my thing, getting closer to the church building that's connected to the preschool by an open hallway, and I hear it again, louder. The little kid chit-chattering away, and it's definitely from inside the dark church building where all the lights are off. So I say my fucking prayers because I know I have to check and make sure that I didn't forget a kid because that's my job. So I walk over there. My butt is clenched so tight and the church is looking scary as hell. The talking stops and I flip on the lights, check every little corner and room like a madman and book it out. I'm not religious, but I was thanking the Lord for that being the end of it. Because if I had had the displeasure of actually seeing something, I would have simply passed away. The following story is from Dawn 2 Kells. A bit of backstory. The back room in my dad's house is definitely haunted. All three of us kids have stayed in the room at one point or another. All of us have seen this little girl ghost who passed in the house and we've all experienced weird things also. It's an old house in an old part of town. Homes had been built back in the early 1900s. This house had been remodeled and the back half was added after the fact. I was young, around 21 or 22. I had split with my husband and was staying at my dad's with my oldest child, at the time my only child. My sister was over on a weekend evening. I'd put my daughter to bed around 7.45 or 8pm. She was nine months old at the time and she was sleeping in a playpen in the back bedroom that we were both staying in. We were sitting on the back porch talking. I went back to check on my baby, and she was gone. I freaked out, obviously. My sister came rushing into the room. We looked under the bed, we took the playpen pad out, took all the blankets out, flipped the entire playpen over and shook it. We looked all over the house and outside the bedroom window, under the bed, in the closet, we removed the bedding from the queen-size bed that I slept in, behind the chair, behind the dresser, inside the dresser. We looked everywhere, even places that made no sense, but she was nowhere to be found. She was old enough to crawl around and maybe pull herself from her playpen, but not yet walking or talking. She had never pulled herself from her crib or playpen before either. Once she realised there was no chance she could possibly be anywhere in that room, we got my dad. He ran in, clearly upset at the thought of his baby granddaughter having gone missing from his home. The playpen had been broken down and tossed to the side by my sister and I while searching for my baby. It was still that way when we left the room, crumpled up with the pad having been tossed underneath and upside down along with the blanket in the corner of the room. When we ran back in with my father, everyone in hysterics and crying, he simply walked over to a fully set up playpen and picked my baby up still wrapped in her blanket and sound asleep. He turned to us and said, She's right here. He looked at us like we'd lost our minds. My sister and I looked to one another knowing damn good and well that the playpen wasn't set up when we had left the room. We had torn it apart looking for my little girl. There was no way that even if we hadn't torn the playpen apart that she wouldn't have woken to the sounds of our screaming and crying and frantic searching. We had yelled and called for her begging her to wake up and cry or make any noise at all so we could find her. There was no TV or radio on in the house, 
there was nothing but silence. She had not been there before. I know without a doubt that my baby girl was missing. My sister and I have spoken about this many times. We have never in 10 years been able to figure out how this could have happened. We both remember it as clear as day and know that she wasn't in that house. My dad doesn't and wouldn't speak about it back then and has never spoken about it since. But he clearly felt something was off because he sat up in a chair in the back room with a gun and watched us girls sleep throughout the entire night and into the morning. He's not the type of man to react strongly to anything. Pulling a gun out isn't something he does for any reason other than to use it. I think he believed, as much as my sister and I believed, that my daughter was not in the room that night. I often wonder where she was in that 10 to 15 minute window, but then again, I'm scared to find out. She has grown into the kindest, sweetest, most loving 10 year old I could have ever asked for. I am beyond grateful to have my sweet bug in my life and thankful to whomever or whatever returned her to me unharmed. I just cannot fathom the thought of her being gone and I wish I knew where she'd been taken to and by what or who and if they hurt her or did anything. I've been thinking about this for over a decade now and just can't figure it out. Maybe someone else can give me some idea of what happened or maybe somebody else has experienced something like this as well. This next story is from Double Maintenance 880. My farm has been in my family's name since 1798. It was built on a Native American burial ground. I know that's always what people say, but I'm 100% serious. All throughout my childhood, I've heard stories passed down from my ancestors. Stories like our livestock disappearing, names being called from the tree line. You know, the normal ghost stories you get told by the campfire. I always thought they were just that. Stories. But something happened yesterday that changed my mind completely. While I was trying to sleep, watching Seinfeld, like I always do, the dog started to go crazy. Which is pretty normal. But then I started to hear whimpers as soon as the scream started. It was like no scream I have ever heard. It was high-pitched and low-pitched at the same time. I immediately grabbed my 12-gauge and ran outside as fast as I could, but then everything just went still. No screaming, no barking. Even the cicadas had stopped chirping. It was the most terrifying quiet I have ever experienced. I turned on my phone light and started scanning the perimeter of the dog pen when I noticed whispering from the tree line. It was a weird whisper, like it was beckoning me to come closer, but it was in no language that I could understand. As any sane person would do, I immediately ran inside, locked the doors and double-checked that the windows were all locked. As soon as I got inside, all the noises started again. The cicadas, the dogs, everything was normal. As I went upstairs though, I had a terrible feeling of being watched and I just couldn't sleep. I haven't slept since then and I'm terrified of what may happen again tonight. Someone, please tell me what's going on. Our final story for this episode comes from Puzzled Perception 420. So when I was younger, I lived in a trailer and I don't know how old it was. To set the scene, I had a long bed and at the end of the bed, there was a dresser with enough room to put my legs in between the bed and the dresser. The door to my room was also connected to the living room. I like to draw, 
so I would sit at the end of the bed and draw on the dresser. I remember that on the day this event took place, I was little and wanted to stay home all day, but my dad wanted to go to Walmart. I was kind of mean about it, but I ended up going with him. I believe around 20 minutes later, when me and my dad were shopping, my mom called, really panicked, and asked my dad if I was with him, and then asked if she could talk to me. I don't remember what she told me over the phone, but I remember I was worried because it sounded like she had been crying. When I got home, she told me that she was vacuuming and had gone into my room. She looked over to the end of the bed where I would usually be and said that she saw something that looked exactly like me sitting and staring forward at the wall. She said that after a couple of seconds, the thing turned to look straight in her eyes and slowly started grinning at her. She got scared and ran to the living room where she called my brother crying. He ran from his room to the living room. From what he told me, she was crying a lot and was hugging him really hard. After I was told what happened, I was kind of freaked out, but didn't think too much about it. Later that same day, I wanted to draw, but my pencil had fallen through the space between my bed and onto the floor. I climbed under my bed to look for it, and I found two little Bibles hidden under there, although I always leave them in a different dresser since I'm not that religious, but never like to throw the Bibles away out of respect for my mom's beliefs. We don't live there anymore, but I will never forget about this event since I don't know what could have done that. I do know that my mom was scared because where she is from, they say if this happens, something bad is going to happen to the person. After that, we still experience little things in that home and in our current home, but we haven't experienced anything like that ever again. But I do remember that if we ever left to go somewhere or if we played outside, I would always look at the window expecting to see something looking at me. It was like instinct at that point. Thank you all very much for tuning in for, what did we say this was? Episode 5. Um, as you can see, I've changed my clothes, I think, four times throughout editing this because it's taken me about three or four days to just get this episode done because of um, just stuff getting in the way, loud noises outside, that kind of thing. Um, so I do appreciate everybody's patience. Um, Weekly Creep will be back on the 26th of August. That's the day we're putting on it. If all goes to plan, 26th of August. I'll be announcing it on Instagram soon. I know people are getting antsy for more episodes. And trust me, this next series is going to be a doozy. So yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. If you have your own personal stories that you would like to send me, make sure to send them to justfandgoststories at gmail.com. Reach out to me on Instagram, reach out to me on TikTok where you can see new videos. I just put one out about the Galveston Walmart, the haunted Galveston Walmart. It used to be an orphanage um, like 120 years ago. So yeah, watch the video. It's, it's cool. I love the story. Um, and yeah, thanks as always. We'll see you guys on the 26th and hopefully before then for another episode of Just F and Ghost Stories. Bye.